0: Whether you know it or not. He has continually done great things in your life. I hope you know it. Hallelujah. I hope you recognize how good the Lord has been to you. Glory to his name. Growing the seed of Christ in you. The seed. The seed. If you are born again, you have his DNA seed. If you are born again, you have been impregnated with the character, the person of Christ by the Holy Spirit. If you're not saved, you don't have His Spirit in you. If you're saved, you are a child of God. But if you haven't accepted Jesus, you're His creation, but not His child. After you have been born again, It is our responsibility to grow the seed. Turn to your neighbor and say, grow the seed. Grow the seed. Grow the seed of Christ in you. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 5. Don't have to stand. We've been reading this. I'm going to read through it again. But though we... Walk, that is, live in the flesh. We are on the earth. We are in these bodies. We have a soul. We are we are not carrying on our warfare. Notice that Paul says, none of us is exempt. We all are in warfare. Amen. You may not know it. You may not feel it. But the devil is trying to impede you from growing in Christ. You got me. Some of us think we're doing what we want to do, but you may be doing what the devil wants you to do. And no one knows it. There has to be a recognition that there is a pull on each and every one of us not to walk in the will of God. And what says Nobody is exempt. None of us. As long as you're living, that pull will be on you. My, I was called into a situation. The family knew me from way back, knew my family. The The father was dying. He was sitting up in the bed. The family was around him. I was ministering to the family and ministering to him. And God said, asked him. And I asked him, I said, Is the devil still fighting you? He said, the devil is whispering in my ear. But I'm trusting God. He's dying. And the devil's still trying to bring doubt of who his God is. My, my brothers and sisters, we have to be intentional. You have to put forth effort. You just don't buy a Moses growing Christ. You got to make it your, your desire. You have to put action behind it you have to make a determination that i'm going to grow in christ and i'm going to tear down some of these strongholds listen listen strongholds just didn't get there strongholds some of them was planted some of them we served and we water and we allow it to grow but if it's a stronghold It just, most of the time, go away overnight. You have to replace it. You have to go to battle. You have to know that you are a warrior. You have to believe what God says, that you're more than a conqueror right now. And though it may not seem like it, that you know that you're going to win the battle. You know, you got to walk by faith before you feel it. You gotta walk by faith before you experience it. You gotta know that you know that you know that they will catch up with what you know. You can't wait until God does it to know that He's gonna do it. You gotta believe He's gonna do it before He even does it. I know I'm talking to somebody. This, this, this faith fight, because that's what we're in. We're in a faith fight that we trust the character, we trust the heart of God before he even shows up. I was in Bible study class and I, I asked them, how would you feel if somebody supposed to know you, know your heart, and one day they tell you, I think you're a liar. I don't trust anything you say. And there has been no occupation, no reason for them to doubt you because you've been truthful and your heart open to them and they all of a sudden turn on you. Some of y'all feel that. <laughs> Some of y'all been through that. wasn't. But that's what we do to God when we don't trust him at his word. His character is at stake. His character that, that are we going to trust his character? Or are we going to believe the lie of Satan? And every day Satan is throwing deception and lies at all of us and we Stand in the middle of choice. We choose. And you know I found out the more we believe the lie, the more the lie grows. The more we walk in doubt, the more doubt grows. But, but the opposite is true. The more you walk by faith, The more you just be obedient and keep going, you get into a rhythm of faith. And what happens is it becomes easier to trust God on bigger things when you trust Him for the small things. (laughs) You begin to see, wait a minute, I, 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 I did what He asked me to do, and God showed up and showed out, and God is who He says He is, so when he tells me to do something else, I'm gonna do my best to keep walking in this thing. Now, hold on, let's go back. None of it is perfect, but when we do sin, when we do mess up, we need to say, Lord, I'm sorry. Help me to do better. Listen, I'm not. Something that we repent for the fellowship. I have already repented for salvation, I don't need to go back and do that, but I'm in relationship with him, and when I don't walk with him in a certain way, I need to go back and make sure our relationship is okay. You know, we got people who never say they sorry. (laughs) And you fracture relationships when you can't admit that you've been wrong. With God, it's walking arm in arm. It's, it's walking with him. It's, it's, it's relationship. He it says, it says, it says, it says, I have given you not mere human weapons. You are a spiritual being that has a soul that's in a body. And you don't know how powerful your spirit is. Greater is He that's in you than He that's in the world. You know what? The most powerful thing Jesus is giving you His name. <laughs> At the mention of His name, demons fear. You all be saying, "In the name of Jesus," in your prayer. What you said in His authority. I pray in his authority, I rebuke that thought. In his authority, I rebuke that thing that's coming up against me in in the name of Jesus because he has given me the right to use his name and behind his name is his power. You're more powerful than what you think. You got more authority than what you think. So the weapons of our warfare are not physical. They, they're not weapons of flesh and blood, but they are, listen, mighty. Oh, yeah. Hold on, is he talking about us? He talking about to us? He talking about in us? Turn to your neighbor and say, You mighty. You just don't know it. <laughs> Gideon was, Gideon, Gideon, Gideon was. He was behind, and he was crushing some grapes and wheat. And, 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 and the angel came to him, and he said, mighty man of God. He said, who, me? Many of us are like that. We have not taken on our true identity in Christ And now that we are in him, when we begin to walk in who God says we are, you got a swagger to your walk. When you begin to walk in who God says you are, you really don't begin, you begin to care less about what people think. When you begin to know who you are in Christ, you quit being a, a people pleaser, and then you know how to love people with no strings attached. When, when you become to know who you are in Christ, the, the silly stuff you let go of because you recognize it's petty, it doesn't matter. I don't have to stoop down to worldly things because my mind is on Jesus and the purpose that he has called me to walk in. My my brothers and sisters, you you, you don't have to be jealous of nobody else, of what God has given them. Go get your own. Become who you are. What God has given you is for you, but you got to go get it. Be saved. Deceived by the enemy to, to chase after things that don't mean nothing. Yeah. Things that don't satisfy. Solomon said, who, who have chased everything. He had the money, he had the power. And he said, at the end of the day, he said, vanity I listen to people, and and I've said this, it's the principle of the matter. You know, the only matter that, the only principle that matters is God's principle. (laughs) These human things that we hold on to, these earthly things that we hold on to, it it, it doesn't, it really doesn't matter. And, And if we get caught up on this, what, what, What? how we have set up, how Satan has set up the world system. Somebody said, wait a minute, Satan did, oh yes, he did. Look forward when he takes Jesus up on the mountain and show him all the glory of the world. He says, if you bow down and worship me, he says, I, I will give you all this glory. He said, because it was given to me. But then somebody said, well, Satan. God didn't give it to Satan, no, Adam did. God gave it to Adam, you have dominion, you have power. And Adam, by obeying Satan, gave it to Satan. And we're caught up in a world system that unless we apply the word of God the word of truth to, to thoughts to thinking to attitude to the way us. don't get caught up in a cursed system yeah. Yeah. jeremiah 17 the dust says the lord curse is the man who trusted in in man. Hold on. You know what he said? He said, don't even trust yourself in your own way. God said, if it's opposed to the way he says do it, it's cursed. These are principles that are true, whether we know them or not. They work either for us or against us. And sometimes we are our own worst enemy. When we do things from a worldly standpoint, because the world does it that way, and we're a child of God, you can be saved but walking in a cursed way. You know, I realize... God work will work if you work it. <laughs> it will work if you work it. The thing is, is that it takes faith to work it. It takes time to work it. He says, He said, who trusts in man, who makes your soul, your, 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 your physical beauty, strength job, whatever it is, you make that your strength and not the Lord your strength. Maybe your intelligence and maybe whatever you are using to get over. To be our source. I know this is speaking to all of us. Whose heart, listen what he says. What? It's always the matter of the heart. God wants my heart. God wants your heart. Listen, you can be doing all the right things, but if he don't have your heart, he don't really have you. You can be religious as a Pharisee, but if he don't have control of our hearts, And then he says, curse. You're my child. But the things you, it ultimately gonna be cursed. Next verse. He says, for he is like a scrubbery in the desert, shall not see when good comes." Hold on, let me explain that. The world will make it seem like it's good. But it won't satisfy your soul. Amen. It just doesn't satisfy. Vanity of all vanities. Nothing, it means nothing. But shall inhabit a parched place in the water. That means doing everything you can, trying everything you can but at the end of the day, you're empty. There's more rich people committing suicide than a little bit. Famous people, they got got the world by the tail, but but at night, it's empty. You know, it's better to have Jesus and have a little bit. (laughs) than have the world and, ha- and don't have him, he'll, he'll make you satisfied with the little bit you got. He'll give you joy when, when, when nothing's going right. There's something about Jesus that makes everything okay. You are made for him. You are made to be by him. Be in relationship with him. Without Jesus, you're a car without an engine. You, you may look good, but you ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. We have to push you. Let's go on. He said, it says, it says, it says, it, says, it, it is salt in a land which is not inhabitable. Salt, if you put salt there, it would destroy anything from growing. Uh Blessed is the man who learns to trust. It's a learning process. This is step by step. That's why he says, he says, taste and see. Taste means that I I will take him at his word Before I see anything, before I've experienced, I just do it. You do it in obedience. And if you keep doing it in obedience, God will then begin to show himself. God wants us to see him and know him more than what we want to see him and know him. See, this is beyond religion. This is relationship. You have to have an expectation of him from him to him, not that I'm a good church person. Who cares if you're a good church person? If you don't need Jesus, you're not that good. It is the flow of the Holy Spirit in our lives that enable us to do what we do and, and to walk with him. You are whether you know it or not, you ought to be the the radiant, the expression of Christ on the earth. And what we if we don't look like Christ to other people, something's wrong. Something's wrong. I'm not talking about faking it, because you can fake it. And you end up empty. Amen. When God is working in you, there, there's a greater joy. Yeah. When God is walking with you, there's a joy. There's a peace. You know what? It, it, when you begin to taste, it becomes so good that you, are, you don't want to get out of alignment because you don't want to miss what he has for you next. It, it comes at a place where where I don't have no option because I know if I get out of alignment, it's not out there anyway. So even though I'm going through the storm, even though I'm going through the valley, I, I, I'd rather be here and try to be right with him than to be out there The word of God, the more you read, you ought to read to see him. You ought to read the word to see his character, to see his heart. Not read and check the box. Not read to say, I just read. No, this is God breathed. That means that he has has given his heart in this. And through the Holy Spirit, he will show us. He will show us himself. That's why he says, trust the Lord, his word, and then then you will taste experience that the Lord, his heart is good. There is a, a delighting in him that comes from the fellowship with him that God has a way. Uh, giving you joy it's, it's funny it's funny funny uh little grandson would be walking around and he would just start laughing cracking himself up and i'm saying what you laughing about do so i realize that walking with the lord you just start driving you can be anywhere and you just start laughing I, 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 I saw tears of joy coming down my face. I said, what you crying about? I don't know what I'm crying about. I'm just overflowing with joy. That is what Psalms 37 called delighting in the Lord. Rejoicing in him. See, if we're not careful, we will let people steal our joy. Well, that circumstances still our joy. Yeah. It's getting refocused and watering the seed of the relationship. Whenever you are fearful, whenever you are fretful, whenever you allow worry to take you over, you know what you need to do? You need to go in your prayer closet. Yeah. Uh, listen, listen. Don't go in there with unbelief. Go in there and say, Lord, help me with my unbelief. But Lord, I'm bragging Shasha. I'm bragging Baby, I'm bringing whoever. And I'm laying them at your feet because I can't fix it. I can't do nothing about it. But Lord, you're able. This is about a faith thing. Matter of fact, God will put us in difficult situations in order for us to trust him, he said, whose hope? Hope means I don't have it yet. Hope means it hasn't showed up for me yet. But I got an expectation on the table. We know, we know, we know that the Lord's gonna do something, and, and I'm not quite clear what he's gonna do. But whatever. He does. I know it's for my good. He said, for you shall be like a tree planted by the water. In case somebody don't understand, he said that there is an underground stream that is supplying what you need spiritually. Can, Can I ask a question? Are you that bush that is perched? Dry, no joy. What I found out is this. Let's go a little bit deep. Y'all want to go deep? Sometimes the reason why we don't have the joy of the Lord because the Lord is telling us to do something, I let go of something, and we won't do it. Good things can be happening all around you, and you still don't see it. is blessing but you can't feel it when that is happening i go back to getting before the lord seeing what is it lord that is in my life that is blocking the water if god says that there will be a stream of water coming my way when i have aligned myself then when I'm out of alignment and it's blocking my joy and it's blocking my peace, then I got to go check to make sure I'm in alignment. This is as technical as two plus two is four. God gives us indicators that we can check the relationship. Lord, I have taken my eyes off of you and I'm going to turn on you. I I tell people, I say, I I give them the I am statement. I am chosen. I Uh, I am redeemed. I am his child. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Why? Because when you fill your mind with what God says about you, it helps you to kick out what the devil says about you. <laughs> oh, oh, you, do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? Have God told you that He loved you lately? I mean, and when you look at the cross and see, sacrifice. Jesus went to hell for three hours on that cross because God removed his mercy. And when God removed his mercy, that's hell. He took my sins and your sins and he paid the price for what we did. That's love. That's love. That's love. If he was willing to do that, won't he do everything else? He said, but his leaves will be green and will not be anxious, that's worry. No, he said, God God said, I know your circumstances may be difficult, but you still got a source that is not dependent on the circumstance. How what time is it? Well, how much more do I got to do? Somebody said, don't worry about it. Proverbs 29, 18, it says, where there is no vision. If you don't have a redemptive vision of what God wants to do in your life, what he's trying to do in your life, of who he has called you to be, and how you ought to be growing, there ought to be a vision of the next step of who you are in Christ. And nobody can give you that but the Lord. We were at a man's conference and one of the statements was this, a man that doesn't have a godly vision is like a train going 100 miles per hour off track there's destruction there's collateral damage there's but hold on ladies a woman that doesn't have this vision is like a hurricane tearing up everything. Look at someone that you know is off track and tell me a line. Y'all know I'm true. You know it's true. Because unless the Lord is holding you, unless the Lord is directing and ordering your steps, Unless the Lord is your peace and your joy. Unless the Lord is come aside you. Unless the Lord is becoming your everything. Unless the Lord bring you back to earth. <laughs> Unless the Lord into your spirit unless the lord is giving you a hope and expectation and a right now satisfaction unless the lord is the center point of your life unless the lord is your encouragement in the midnight hour unless the lord give you a song to say when you don't feel like singing, Unless the Lord will rock you to sleep at night. Unless the Lord is the one that can heal your broken heart. Unless the Lord is your source of life. You know what's so amazing to me? That he says he's all this. We have tasted that he's all this and sometimes we still refuse to go to him. How forgetful. How how quickly we let go of what we know. That's why in Ephesians chapter 6 he says stand. What well, he says oh, don't back off of what he has taught you, what you have experienced. So, sometimes, sometimes God, God can do some awesome things and other people are blessed by it and we are the recipient of it and didn't get blessed. Been called to places, people sick, Not in the church, but they they heard, and we go, and we pray, and heard the person get healed. They never showed up to any church. Went back to whatever. You'd be surprised. It's not that God doesn't show himself. It's that when he shows himself, it doesn't make a difference. Psalms 103 says, Moses knew his way, God's heart, that he's good, he's merciful, he's compassionate, that God is always for our good and not for our bad. He's trying to call us closer to himself because he recognized that he's the best thing you could ever have. Then it says, but the children of Israel only knew his acts. They saw what he done. But it made no effect in their hearts. So when they get to the promised land and they see that there's giants in the land, but wait a minute. The same God that defeated Pharaoh and his whole army is the same God that can take you into the promised land. The same God that defeated all the gods of Egypt is the same God that can kill these just, the same God that healed you 30 years ago. It's that same God that got you right now. That same God that made a way out of nowhere is that same God that will keep you tomorrow. Nobody but the Lord did this thing. And sometimes you have to go back and remember how far, how good the Lord been in your life. You ought to make yourself happy. You ought to remember, I said, nobody, nobody but the Lord. You have to water the seed of your faith. Let me shut it down. No, I discovered the Lord is not going to stop the devil from talking to us. Amen. Wow. Not when he is giving you the power to stop him. Yeah. You can control what thoughts land in your mind. Notice what I said. Dr. Smith said you can't stop the birds from flying over your head but you don't have to let them make a mess in your head. There's some things you let it pass by. You just let it, if it's not praiseworthy, if it's not edifying God, if it's not full of faith, if it's not giving you an expectation of what God can do. But those things that talk about that our God is an awesome God, that our God is a mighty God, our God God. is God God. all by Himself, and He's able, and He's willing, to bless his children. Those things you think about, those things you meditate about, those things you start saying hallelujah, what a mighty God I serve. That's watering the seed. You pick up a song. You pick up the hymn book. Even if you can't Make a Joyful noise (laughs) Unto the Lord I think That when you get Happy About him He gets happy About you Uh, It's not God waiting on us. Take that back. It's not us. Wait on God. It's God. Yeah. Been low sometimes. Been tore up from the ground up. But I have a secret place. Yeah. I, I used to get on my knees on a wood floor. And still, I couldn't make it upstairs no more. And I remember the words of my mama, you better get a pillow up under your knees. <laughs> so now I got a big fluffy pillow, But that's my secret place. And there are times where I went down low, but I stayed there in his presence. Sometimes didn't know what I wanted to say. I just stayed right there. I said, Lord, I need you, Lord. I want you, Lord. I gotta have you, Lord. Your child, your child is in need of you, and I stretch out before the Lord. I tell you what happens after a while. I feel a stirring. I feel a moving. See, when God hears His children, He'll shift the atmosphere. He'll He'll make some things move, and whatever was on your heart before, you start praising Him. You start. Thanking him. You start saying to him. The next thing you know, you forget. God allows problems so that our problems will make us run to him. What are you watering? Are you watering doubt? Are you watering fear? Are you watering your Uh flesh? Are you watering your spirit? The truth of the matter is the principle works both ways. (laughs) If you water the flesh, you're going to reap more flesh. You're going to get caught up more and more and more and more. But if you water the Spirit of Christ in you, oh, 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 he'll turn your tears of brokenness into tears of joy. He'll, he'll give you a reason to shout. And what I realize if he don't give you anything else, he'll give you himself. And the best thing, the very best thing that could ever happen to you, is that the Lord would just come see about you. I don't know where you are today. I got ministers that will minister to you. They will pray with you until there's a connection, till the, the the spirit of, of the pressure lift. They will pray with you that you will come into a relationship with Jesus. At home, we got the 451-31 number. There's a minister that will call you back. If you don't know Jesus, Just today, just right now, I said, Lord, I accept you. I believe you died for my sins and that you rose for me. I give you my life. And the Bible says if you pray from your heart, confess in your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, he will save you. There's something about Jesus that makes everything all right. Even when it's not right, he'll make you right. You'll be okay with it. Oh, he's a good God. Oh, he's a good God. When well, you come, you'll come to the altar as we stand and we go to God in prayer. Come on. You can stand. You can come to the altar to sing. Oh. Like you me Come on, sang it, sang it, oh. dear. Jesus, Jesus went to Calvary to say.